Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 254. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff uh, today. Are you ready for it? Yeah. All right, we're going to kick it off. First things first, there is a new spinoff in the works. You've already watched the original Most Likely out there, and uh, you may have started the new spinoff on Paramount+. Plus. Well, Paramount+, Plus is working on a third or a second spinoff, if you will, called 6666. This is a spinoff of Yellowstone, Andy. Are you familiar? Have you heard about this? Um, no. What? So this is... In the future? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the year is. Um, it It's about a ranch in Texas that uh, I believe a couple of the ranch hands worked at either before or after. I, haven't, I just started Yellowstone, so I, I'm out of the loop on some of this stuff. Uh, but from what I understand... This ranch is the size of a county, and uh, there's other mayhem beyond, you know, just cattle. Uh, since it's in Texas, it might, you know, have the cartel. Exactly. And uh, maybe Liam Neeson is on board to like shoot bad guys on their, uh, you know, crossing the border or something. Probably not. But um, yeah, so that's in the works at uh, Paramount Plus. And of course, the other spinoff was 1883. Uh, which is about the beginnings of Yellowstone. And uh, I intend to watch that after I watch uh, all of Yellowstone. Yes. Well, they that's a successful franchise for them. You could tell. They're yeah. Kidding, that, right. Like, and yeah, I'm the guy, the guy who created it too. And it's already had like other shows and everything. It's like people like it. They <laughs> figured out a formula. Yeah. I, I uh, I have that in what I've been watching, so stay tuned for uh, that later in the show. All right, moving right along, though. Andy, I know you're probably going to take the day off tomorrow when you learn of this news, which I think you already know about, but the famous Tim Allen Dick is going to reprise the role of Santa Claus for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, this was... Uh... Most people also don't know that his last name is actually Dick, not Allen. Yeah, That's his yeah. middle name. Yeah, it makes sense that uh, he got a Hollywood name here. Uh, yeah, versus Tim Dick. <laughs> kind of weird. But yes. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. That's like too big of a property just to like, they should have had like a big event, you know? Yeah. And also announce it like right after Christmas ends. Weird, but. Well, maybe they'll make a big thing of it at the start of next Christmas. Yeah. You know, see, time. Se- uh, you know, I was going to say September 1, uh, November 23rd, 27th, probably. Uh, let's just have a whole thing. Everyone will take the day off. I'm intending this to be Black Friday. I don't have a calendar in front of me, uh, but, uh, you know, they'll have snow and reindeer, Tim Allen. Be joyous. Okay. <laughs> Disney Plus, killing it, if you ask me. Okay, uh, Equalizer 3, Andy. Well, I've got more about the Santa Claus. Oh, you do? I did did a little research into it. Uh, so it's supposed to be he has to find a new Santa Claus because, you know, he's getting up there in years. So, Ooh, uh, so he he's going to die. 
Yeah, I don't know how it works. He There's probably another one. way to, you know, transfer it. Yeah, relieve yourself of the duty. But I saw like someone asked uh, David Crumholtz about it. Uh, he was he played the elf in the first two of them. Yeah, and he didn't return for a third one because he said they weren't doing his character like justice or something. <laughs> I still never I've never seen the third one, but. Uh, I thought that was funny. And he's like, nope, I haven't heard any word about it. I'm like, I don't think they're going to ask you back. Uh, well, it'd be kind of really weird. Like an elf anymore. Yeah, they're not <laughs> supposed to age. And, you know. You were supposed to be like, I don't know, like a teenager or something in that first movie. Now you're in your 40s. And uh, why do you have dreads in there, too? <laughs> <laughs> nice Jewish kid. Yeah. He's an elf. <laughs> I don't know, but. That would be great if they brought him back. And they're like, okay, this middle-aged guy. He could be the accountant. Like, Santa, you're spending yeah. too much money. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to that. Uh, I tell you what, that business card of his, how much fine print can they squeeze in on those with, you know, and what printer can, you know, accommodate that small print as well? Because all of the, you know, clauses mm-hmm. are on that business card. That's right. If, if you didn't know, the title is actually a pun. Pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're the first people to think of it. But yeah, no, I'm going to camp out on the couch for that premiere. Yeah, it's it's nice, and uh, you know, maybe you'll get your wish, and that they're like Tim Allen's hot right now. We're going to bring home improvement onto Hulu or something. I just don't understand why everyone has to lose. Whoever owns fifty percent of it is just like, no, good fucked. I want it for I, myself. I read so they claim the. Uh, you know, about a 1.5 billion come out of it, you know, being in syndication and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, some sort of settlement, uh, allowed them, I think Disney paid them $40 million. And all of this is kind of, you know, just what the nerds are reporting online. I don't think any of this has actually been officially disclosed, but yeah, that rubs some of those people the wrong way at whatever that production company was called. I don't Lightstone or something. Yeah, I don't know. So you'll have to, you'll I, yeah, why make the audience it. suffer? Yeah. And the most obnoxious thing ever, the complete series on iTunes, $69.99. And if you do any reading online, like it came out last year, or no, two years ago now, um, over a holiday weekend or something, it was like 40 bucks. How yeah. can, I don't know, who's buying that for $70 in that old format and all that? Put it back on Hulu. <laughs> Damn. Ridiculous. All right. Are we done talking about Tim Allen? Yeah, we can move on. We teased it already. Let's talk about the equalizer. Um, we could talk about it. I need to watch these movies. I never seen them, but, Oh, I thought you knew. I didn't, I had never seen any of either of them. They're great. Yeah. Now there's going to be a third one. Denzel has confirmed. So Queen Latif is not in this. Right. Well, that's the show. So that's I know, different. but it's I don't want any universe. bleed over or anything. I mean, it was originally a TV show in the 80s. Then they're like, let's make a Denzel movie of it. And they're like, that movie was good. Let's make it a TV show. And it's like, oh, okay, full circle. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've never watched these. I've always wanted to, but it's like, it seems like the perfect movie to watch on a Saturday afternoon, you know? Anto- Antoine Fuqua, come on. <laughs> Did he do these? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know his I last movie. Both was, of them. His last movie was very poorly reviewed. So, well, not these. In- inconsistent career, but yeah, him and him and Denzel together have made some gold. Uh, but 
yeah, it just seems like it's, you know, it's, it's a Liam Neeson style movie and you know, we all love those. So uh, just a, you know, older guy that kicks ass and that's, that's like every other action movie at this point. Yeah. Speaking of uh, nobody that's coming to uh, HBO this weekend. Is it? Yeah. That's another one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward but, to a, a third one. But yep. So yeah, Denzel is confirmed. He's he's working on it. It's the next thing he's going to be acting in. So uh, he can't still be working at the Lowe's though, right? Oh, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I was like, what? God, <laughs> Andy. Go watch I mean, I those. I don't think Denzel works at the Lowe's. Yeah. Times are tough. He had to do that Fences movie. Yeah. You know, he directed a movie that came out like three weeks ago that no one saw. What was it called? Uh, a Journal for Jordan, I think it was called. It was like, yeah, it sounds terrible. Michael B. Jordan, like he's just acting. Oh, that, where he's he's dead and it's first kid. Is that what it is? I didn't yeah, know. I saw the trailer for this one in the theaters. I don't yeah. know what movie I saw. Maybe like, House of Gucci. Denzel's yeah, they have a thing and it. So his kid can figure out more about his dad who died in action in Baghdad. Yeah, okay. That sounds sad. Denzel. Pretty good. But no, I did not need... I don't want to see that, nor will I see that. Well, now you know it exists, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his latest movie just came out on Apple TV. Yeah, which I no longer have. I I'll might, get it again I might later. Uh, subscribe to it just to watch it, but... You should watch the morning show, Andy. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, there's some things on there. But Equalizer 3, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, tell us about Justified uh, New Season. Uh, it's either a new season or a near, new series altogether. I don't know how they're going to, uh, what they consider it, but uh, Justified City Primeval. That's the uh, little subtitle to it. Uh so it's another. It's justified again. It's uh, Timothy Oliphant back as Raylan Givens, the uh, the U.S. Marshal. Uh, it's it's been eight years since that original show uh, stopped airing. Wow! Uh, but this is so. What's interesting is this is uh, actually based on actual source material. So uh, the original series was based on Elmore Leonard novel, and uh, now they have another Elmore Leonard story that uh, they can adapt. So uh, seems like it's most of the original team back together. It's going to be on FX again. So. Uh, that's cool for fans of that series. Uh, I've seen episodes of this and I've always wanted to just watch the series, but it was like, I didn't watch it as it came out. Uh, but maybe now's the time to actually watch it. Uh, I think it's five seasons and should all be on Hulu because it's part of FX. So, uh, I know a lot of people are excited about this, but maybe I should be. And I don't know yet. But definitely like Timothy Olyphant in, in pretty much everything he is, he's done. Walton so. Goggins is in it too. Uh, yeah, of course he was. I think in some ways the uh, the breakout star of that show. Uh, mm-hmm. He it's just weird that he's in shows that take place in present day. <laughs> like he couldn't look yeah. more like an outlaw. Don't most of the stuff most of the stuff he does in present day. I'm mean, justified was present day. It was just in like Tennessee or something. So really, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like a Are US you sure? Yes. <laughs> he acts like a cowboy just because it's <laughs> the South. I don't think you're right. I think the, this is the Wild West, Andy. <laughs> it's definitely not the Wild West. Uh, it might be like the 90s or something, but it's... Oh, I had no idea. I thought this was a day. Western. No. <laughs> I mean, in a way, it is a Western, 
although it's also a southern more than a western. Yeah, but I, when I say western, I mean you know yeah. years eighteen twenty. No, I don't know what years. When was the Wild West like booming? Uh, eighteen ninety. I don't know. I thought it was earlier than that, like eighteen seventy. I'm trying to think back to when. Uh, When's the good, bad, and ugly? Wild dog Tannen or whatever what was his what was his name? Mad dog Biff Tannen? Buchanan. <laughs> I don't know. Remember he was like, he was like Mad Dog or something. Who's uh, Mad Dog? That was that was the that was the Biff of Back to the Future Three. Remember oh. his, his like great great ancestor or whatever. Uh, it was like it was like Mad Dog Tannen or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna find this out. I do. Uh, 1885. But yeah, I was gonna say that I'm pretty sure there's 1885 because uh, the original movie was 1985, and they always had to have like 30 years before or 30 years after, and this was 100. So where is 70. Uh, Buford Mad Dog Tannen. Yep. So yeah. that was uh that was the old west to me. That's what I think of the old west. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, so we're, we're, and not far from 1883 in the year. Sure, yeah, that's that's the old west. Uh, but I mean, it's it that extends. I, I watched something that takes place in the old west, but much further. So uh, we'll talk about that later. But. Well, yeah, you learn something every day. I guess I yeah. had no idea that was modern day. Okay. Um, I think you're thinking of because he was in the other show. Uh, Deadwood was, was no actually old so justified. You just FX. assumed he did. Yeah. Well, they're walking around with big coats and like spurs <laughs> on and shit. He always had a six shooter. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, well, there's a western for you. All right, how about that? Um, speaking of how about that, Netflix raising the rates yet again. Yeah, this is just life. Uh, it's every year. They know they got you. Um, so they're just like, we're just going to do it every year now. What so. is it up to now, though? So for me, the premium is going up by two bucks. The, the lowest is going up by one, which is like, I'm already paying more. Why are you doing even more? So uh, my tier that I'm paying for is 20 bucks a month now. I don't understand how they can get away with that. when it, HBO is fourteen ninety nine. I don't understand how they still have the tiers. Because it's like shit. It's like in order to get any 4K content, you have to have the highest tier, which is bullshit. Because it's like the highest tier is like you could have 95 people watching at once. It's like, okay, I don't need that. Uh, so you have 4K. Netflix again? I Yeah, I, I resubscribe usually for like three months periods. And oh. then, uh, you know, go away from it. But uh, yeah, this is just shit. Like 20 bucks is so much. It's so much higher than everywhere else now. Everyone should just drop off. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but I think this is this is the reality is that Netflix doesn't make any money. Uh, they make a lot of revenue. They don't make profit. Yeah, well, stop uh, churning out 700 projects a, a month. Yeah, but then I want them to still give people money to make movies and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the future is. They're just they know they got people. They know people will forget and just keep paying. That's why they do this. But yeah, I don't understand those ads for like this app will help you determine how to get rid of the apps you don't know you have that you're paying for. Yeah. It's like you really don't know how to keep That's track stupid. of four apps. Like look at a bank statement and it should say here's money paid to them. Here's money. But no, oh, an app that you probably have to pay for, too. Uh, yeah, it's upsetting. It's disturbing. And gross. But I, but I believe. Netflix has raised their price every year for the last like four years. And I think, I think when I first got this tier, it was $14. 
So um, you can complain all you want about inflation. Uh, Netflix is uh, way above inflation. <laughs> I think they've raised their price like 60% over four years. That's not... Uh, you know, Hulu has done the same thing. Uh, it was probably about a month ago that it, I think went into effect up another like $10 or something. So yeah, I think with HBO though on there and there's a, a promo for three or four months of showtime for four bucks a month i'm paying a hundred and like five dollars a month yeah and i think i think the hulu live thing has gone up because i think they just they started low to get you in oh yeah uh, when i first got it i mean this is like cable. six or eight years ago it was 39 dollars a month yeah yeah that's what happens but i mean it's still we're still better off than Cable prices, but well, if they get rid of Last Man Standing, I might as well go to cable. I think that show ended, so uh, you can. Uh, I know, but so did Home Improvement. Yeah, you can't find that anywhere, Andy. You really want to watch reruns of it, though? Sure. When I'm folding clothes, I want to put something on that's going to make me laugh. Okay. There's a lot of content out there. I don't want to have to pay attention to something. Yeah. All right. All right, well, moving right along from Justified, or ne- no, we're on the Netflix Netflix price increase. I have something for you, Andy. Okay. You were recently uh, talking about The King's Man. Yes. Did you end up seeing that? I did. Oh, because those of us who have Hulu will be able to watch it on Hulu starting February 18th. That's I a did. month as uh, from today as we're recording. I did see this, and I wanted to talk about that, uh, but also something else. Because it's it's interesting. Um, also, uh, Nightmare Alley is coming to HBO on February first. Yes, it is. And the last duel, which we talked about last week, already yes, came. we did. And that these was are, a surprise. So, what links all these movies together is that they are all made by Fox or the formerly Fox, whatever twentieth century studios now. So, uh, a division of Disney, and uh, we could see the change in how movies are being put out now. This is a very quick turnaround for all of these things from theaters to streaming. Uh, it used to be, you know, a movie would come out in the theaters. Two years later, and it's then, on HBO. Yeah, right? three months later, it might be you can rent it and it's six bucks to rent uh, or you can buy a, a disc. Uh, and then like six months after that, then maybe it'll go to a streaming service. Uh, this quick turnaround is just like they're skipping that step like altogether. I'm just like uh, not they're not getting three different times they're getting you to pay for it. So. Uh, I think it's just where the industry is. I know Warner Brothers, they're not doing the same day stuff for HBO, but they said 45 days. So they said, yes, Batman's coming out on March 3rd. That means April 18th, you will be able to watch the Batman on. Pretty good. Let me ask you this, Andy, where and when can I watch No Time to Die? Or old? (laughs) So that's what not everyone is doing this, but I think this is the future. It's going to be quicker. so no, no time to die is, is no under Jeff Bezos's umbrella. So I don't, I don't know what they're planning. To yeah. Do so that movies. little phlegmwad honky should be putting it on prime like immediately. I don't know. Yeah. You would think that's where it should go when it does. Uh, I believe old is part of uh, universal. So you would think that would go to Peacock, but I, I don't know what the deals anyone has signed. Uh, but like I said, uh, nightmare alley is going to HBO. So not to Hulu, which is, I mean, it all shows up in the same spot for me. But uh, I mean, the point is that it's not going to Disney streaming service. They're actually they've sold it off to HBO. So um, 
we could still see movies kind of go to different services versus who they were produced by. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, old should be available somewhere. That should be. Yeah, that's been out for a long time. It's old I'm, now, so to speak. I'm surprised that it isn't, but I could definitely see that. So, so all the uh, all the Blumhouse stuff usually comes to HBO, even though Blumhouse is universal. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna guess it's gonna come to HBO, but just uh, just wait. so old as Blumhouse. I don't think it's Blumhouse, but it's still part of Universal, and all the other M Night movies have been Blumhouse. Mm. So, or at least the recent ones, not Sixth Sense wasn't. But um, yeah, it, it's every, everything's changing, but it's still everything's not sorted out. Uh, I think Paramount is said that all their movies are going to come 45 days after um, to their thing. So. Like they already did that with Quiet Place Two was like the first one that they're like, yeah, that'll be there like right away. So, yeah, that's we got a free trial of uh, that just to watch that. Yeah, so I think everyone's doing, trying to do that, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Universal's doing. I'd like to find No Time to Die. I'm not going to pay twenty dollars to buy it. I'm, I don't want to pay six bucks to rent it. Okay, so I think it's six bucks now because it's like officially out, but. Yeah, I know there's there's a lot of movies I wanted to watch that came out this year that aren't uh, like easy to find yet. Yeah, it's absurd. So, yeah, when I saw the thing about Nightmare Alley, it's like, yeah, I want to watch that. I'll wait. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, King's Man. So that'll be only, that'll be less than two months. So that'll be like 45 days from when that came out to pretty good. that being available. That's, yeah, it's, it's a nice future to, to look for where it's like, if you want to go see the movie in the theater, cool. But if not, you don't have to wait that long. So Yeah. All right. Well, we have some trailers to talk about. You want to tell us about Studio 666? Yeah, this one is exciting for me. This is uh, the Foo Fighters made a horror movie. We've talked about this before. Yeah, where this idea came from. If they're like, you know, pandemic. Jeff Garland in it. You know, uh, yeah, there's a lot. It looks like a lot of people looked like Will Forte was in it. Uh, I would assume Tenacious D will be in it because they're longtime collaborators but they're not going to put that into the trailer yeah that's, that's a teaser uh, you'll uh, find that later yeah but it's it's literally it is the foo fighters the, the premise is oh they're going to go record a new album uh they're going to rent out a house uh to do it and uh, oh yeah the house is a little spooky little little spirits are out there some some hauntings and uh looks like dave Grohl finds himself uh possessed and uh but still wanting to make a, an album so uh looks good it looks silly and, and violent and you know my kind of thing i love horror comedy so so it just seems like they probably wrote like a really weird off the wall album and they're like hmm it looks like yeah it looks like they're like we could make i don't know what came first the darker metal type album or the movie and they're like we'll write the soundtrack to be like a metal album uh, but that's a cool idea and i think when you're when you're like in year 30 of your career um, you have nothing left to prove and like you're not that like relevant anymore uh, which is like not really a, a statement on their talent or anything just like do weird things like this like you could put out an album every three years and you know no one listens to K-Rock anymore so like no one cares that much but uh, this this is this is cool this is a cool idea yeah pretty neat I mean the Beatles used to do this shit all the time yeah people loved it alright well the next one uh, tell us about X. Yeah, this is which is another movie that's my kind of movie. Uh A24. Weird because it they both have Jenny Ortega in them. Okay. 
She's an actress, I guess, but she's yeah. in both of them. I think I know who that is uh, in in X. I don't know if I saw her in the other trailer, but um, she's the first person on IMDb in it. Okay, all right. Top build cast ahead of Grohl. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't think uh, she's going to be the main character. I'll say that. Um, I don't think she's the main character of this new movie, but yeah, X is a it's a twenty four, but it's not. Doesn't look like uh, one of their types of horror movies. It looks like a real. Uh, old school, bloody type horror movie. Uh, in the seventies, people are gonna try to film a <laughs> a porn, but like at a barn they rented <laughs> without the people knowing. Uh, but it turns out uh, those people might be a little uh, crazy or something. Uh, but yeah, it looks it looks like an old type uh, slasher movie. I'm sure it'll be a whole lot of fun. So I'm excited about that. I like all these. Horror movies, I think horror, horror is completely back in every type of style that it's so, I don't want to say easy to make, but it's like such an easy decision for studios to be like, yeah, make that. Because uh, I just saw with this this week's box office, like horror sells. So, yeah, so that's coming uh, March 18th. Well, very fun. Uh, and the last one on here, tell us about the sequel to moonfall and uh we're talking about moon Knight. yeah not a sequel to anything but a very yeah a very generic uh title in a way moon and night night be... like a a, a night k-n-i-g-h-t yes. so it could i be had the a dark hard time night. finding it the dark night uh likes moons i don't know but it's a it is a new marvel show coming uh, march 30th they premiere the trailer during the monday night football game and uh i mentioned earlier to you but uh, the guy doing the preview of it, like, we're going to show the next from Marvel Studios. And it was like, this guy doesn't, does he not know Marvel? Is he that just into football? Like, Could be the greatest he, troll of all time. Or he's making a joke. And I don't know, but it was, it was pretty great stuff. But uh, this series really intrigues me. It's uh, starring Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, who uh, they're guys who like to make weird movies. So they're not like trying chasing a dollar here. Uh, and they have said in interviews like, yeah, this is a weird thing. We wouldn't have done this if it was just generic superhero thing, because that's not the kind of thing we're interested in. Like Ethan Hawke doesn't need to make money anymore. He's had a long career. But he's like, yeah, this is going to be a different project. So I'm excited about this. And it is uh, Oscar Isaac is uh, like he's got multiple personalities. And one of them may or may not be like uh, an Egyptian god spirit or something. <laughs> It's it. It looks very strange. And uh, this is Disney Plus. Yes. So they're they're going to some weird places. I like that with these these series, uh, they could probably do some weirder stuff now. Uh, the the first few that have come out on Disney Plus have been movie characters we've already seen before. Uh, this one is completely new. We've never seen this character, and it is not one of the big Marvel superheroes. So uh, they just get to do something different. So uh, hmm. I feel like. Disney series have been getting better over time. So maybe this will be, maybe they'll be even better than anything that's come before. Uh, yeah. I certainly like those actors. So, well, that airs also on uh, March 30th. Yeah. So yeah, six if episodes. If you're exhausted by the Marvel stuff, this is reality is there will be probably four TV shows every year, along with two or three movies every year. It's just uh, inescapable. So, but you can mm-hmm. always opt out. You don't have to watch them. Yeah, exactly. 
All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com to get the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And for the Tony's Take listeners, plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. And they're going to give you 65% off just because we sent you there. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. Oh boy, Andy, how many do you have today? Four. I have two. Okay. Lead us off. All right, I'll I'll do this uh, first thing. Um, that isn't that interesting, but uh, I do have Netflix again. So once you uh, resubscribe, you see all the things that like are new, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll put it to my list. Uh, something dumb that I put on my list, but I was like, oh, I'll watch this uh, when I don't want to care about something. It's a, it's a special, I guess. It's a one-hour thing called Attack of the Hollywood Clichés with Rob Lowe, and it's just kind of like. Showing clips of movies and going over different cliches and, you know, it's fun, but it is weird how much it kind of spoils stuff where it's like, uh, it's like, oh, the cliche of the, uh, the final girl you've heard of, you know, from like horror movies, there's the one person at the end and they're showing clips from these movies of, you know, the girl at the end, uh, fighting the killer or whatever. And it's like, you're kind of spoiling these movies if you haven't seen them. Uh, I I didn't sign up for this, but, uh, I guess it's fine including some stuff that was like recent like hmm. they showed a clip from uh they had like oh the cliche of the uh you know the cop who has to turn in their badge and oh gun. yeah uh and they showed a clip from mayor of east town which is you know it's not even a movie it was a show but that came out last year like very recent and and it showed a scene from towards the end of the series and i'm like that's kind of weird uh but my favorite thing is they showed it's like, oh, the cliche of a funeral scene and there's a guy looking off in the distance. That's a great cliche. Uh, oh, yeah. They're showing it. They did it in the Fast and the Furious with uh, Paul Walker uh, watching a funeral from a distance. And then they pull out from a greater distance and Vin Diesel is watching Paul Walker watch the funeral. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's like, all right, I don't Russian watch these movies. Doll. <laughs> I, but that's, that's pretty brilliant. It's incredibly stupid, but. I hope Vin Diesel came up with that idea. Sure he did. <laughs> but yeah, pretty, pretty stupid. But no, it's not, it was not a waste of uh, 56 minutes or whatever this was. So uh, Rob right. Lowe is still uh, charming. So, uh, And then I'm going to go one more here. Uh, the big Netflix movie that I watched this week, uh, The Power of the Dog, which uh, won the Golden Globe last week. So it's definitely going to be that a- that Western it's going to be a contender. It's a Western. It's, uh, it takes place in 1925. So a later era Western. Uh, I really like this time period because it's like we've got cars and stuff and people live in the city, modern life, almost prohibition uh, still there or no. Well, that's yeah, that'll be during prohibition. Uh, okay. but back, but in the, in the West, there, no one had any authority to stop it. But, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting time period of like the changing world of we've got cars and we've got, ranchers and stuff so it's uh stars benedict cumberbatch and jesse Plemons as uh ranchers in montana um and cumberbatch is just a 
a dick. He's just a huge asshole to everyone, including his brother. He calls him Fatso all the time. Nice. Uh, he's, he's obsessed with his like his his mentor who is who's died uh, named Bronco Henry, and it's just it's an incredible name. I love it. So he's always talking about you know Bronco Henry and I would uh, pass through this town and you know, we'd get drunk, and it's like he's just a guy who's kind of obsessed with the past and not moving forward and just miserable. Uh, and then uh, Jesse Plemons ends up uh, meeting Kirsten Dunst, who is a, a widow with like a teenage son, and they end up getting married, and she brings him to uh, live with them at the at the ranch and Cumberbatch is just horrible just menacing the entire time just and that's kind of the the movie is just how he uh really makes her miserable and uh and the teenage son and it's uh it's slow and like you know deliberate and that kind of like you know Oscar type filmmaking of like all right, we're not going to be super quick and we're going to show you things and take a long time. And I think that would turn people off. But like the end of this movie is pretty fantastic. Like I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't know if this is that good. And then uh, great ending. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this again. So I watched it a second time because it's like when it reveals what the story is, it's like I want to go back and watch from the beginning and see these things. But, um, you know, aside from the great ending. It's also an incredible score. It's a Johnny Greenwood of uh, Radiohead. He's done a lot of film scores, but uh, this is really good. It's, it's almost like a horror movie, the way he scores this uh, really good stuff. And then uh, it's shot in New Zealand. It's supposed to be Montana. Uh, it's definitely not Montana. And there's definitely what? some scenes where you're like, yeah, this is uh this is Rohan from Lord of the Rings, not Montana. This is not what it looks like, but uh, it's still beautiful looking like just, huge landscapes and hills and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's a very nice looking movie and they put a lot of effort into this kind of stuff. And uh, this was talking about with Netflix with their price increase and all this stuff is like, they probably paid a lot of money to make this movie that not a lot of people will see, but they do it for uh, prestige. You know, they want, they want to win awards. Um, so I want them to spend their money on this kind of stuff and not more, uh, red notices. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think this is I think it's a pretty great movie, but it'll definitely turn people off uh, with its pacing in the beginning. Um, so it's something where it's like it's better after you've completed watching it. You're like, I like that better than I liked actually watching it. So uh, this is not going to be a huge hit for them. I mean, it's been out for more than a month, I think. So it's definitely not one of been one of their bigger hits. But yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't think. Yeah. I won't good. get around to it. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you ready for do one of mine? Yeah. I watched, since I write, I currently have uh, Peacock, I watched episode one of season two of Saved by the Bell, the new class or whatever it's called. Um, horrendous. <laughs> okay. Absolutely atrocious. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, it plays like an SNL skit making fun of the show. Yes, that's what it is. Why? Because they know how cheesy that show was. But I know that's probably hard for you to take because you you love it so much. But it was wonderful. Um, I'm just wondering though who. So who is this for? It's for like people of our age, or do kids like this? I don't know. Because yeah, it's it's definitely focused on the younger kids. You know, it, it's it's just a regular show with them, uh, with a little bit of AC Slater sprinkled in, but. Yeah, that was also very annoying. So I was like, 
I knew you mentioned the thing about the tribute to Screech. It's like, oh, I'll watch that part. And early on when uh, he's talking with Preppy, he's like, you coming to the Max later for the thing? I was like, so easy. And I was like, oh, it'll probably be after one commercial break. No. 24 minutes no, later. It's, it's the last scene of the... It was the longest episode of my life. Um, I did appreciate the, the Kevin thing, the robot. Yeah. But... Yeah, that was the only thing I enjoyed of any of it. Um, the rest was atrocious. It was god-awful. It was pathetic. And I can't believe they're still making that show. All right. Well, so I maybe, enjoy it. Have it. I know it's people who made uh, who make like 30 Rock who uh, are behind it. So, yeah, SNL makes sense. And yeah, it is. it is basically making fun of the original show. But that just, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know how that can continue how you it doesn't have legs i don't know do that for an episode it's too self-aware yeah well i enjoy stuff like that so well there you go so it is for you some people our age yeah i don't know if like 18 year olds would be really into it it's also it's not it is not the equivalent of saved by the bell saved by the bell was for like 12 year olds to learn good lessons this is a very adult show like yeah, it's I don't not. remember like anything specifically, but there were more kind of adult jokes in there. Yeah. Versus, you know, Preppy would get a kiss on the cheek and be like, Phew. "Yeah, whoa." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, ugh, just bad. I don't have time to sit through a bad episode of SNL. I already don't watch that show. We could have probably just Googled what they did. I, I watched or, it on a lunch break or something. I could have told you, Joe, just watch the last scene because it's just yeah, that. Yeah, it would like have been better. It, it wasn't much because I think it would have been weird to do a whole episode for them knowing that. No, like, it was fine. It just they should have like done him. it <laughs> earlier in the thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you have two more? Yes. What do you got? Let's hear it. All right. The next one's another uh, Netflix movie. It is uh, The Lost Daughter. It's uh, directorial debut for Maggie Gyllenhaal, the uh, the actress. Uh, it is uh, another slower drama movie, but you know I have to check all these out. Um, it's Olivia Coleman as a uh, college professor who goes on uh, vacation to Greece, and uh, while she's there, there's like a giant family there, including like a young mother with a, a daughter, and uh, it reminds her of her. Um, experience as a mother and like so it's intercut with flashbacks into how uh basically how that was dissatisfying and how she did not enjoy uh being a mother and kind of like about her regrets and everything so it's a it's a movie like that it is sad and not all that hopeful uh but interesting uh really good performance from olivia coleman and she won the oscar like three years ago uh she's great but it is yeah it's Interesting to make a movie like that. That's like not an interesting character. She's not a bad the villain or anything, but she's like not someone you root for. Just kind of a different type of person. But okay, yeah, it's <laughs> I'd say it's pretty good. I like the Power of the Dog better, but uh, it's pretty good. And uh, maybe a, a Maggie Gyllenhaal will be a really good director someday. I don't know. Uh, she also cast her husband in the role of like uh, 
a really attractive guy, which was kind of funny. Just like, oh, we need this guy to be the guy she uh, like wants to have an affair with. And it's like, I know the perfect guy, my husband. It's like, okay. So He's a good actor, but. Is he famous? <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard. Oh. So not Skarsgård. He's not part of that family. He's a different guy. But he, you, you, you oh, know who he is. Sarsgaard. Yeah, you know who he is. He's in stuff. I mean, he's not Peter Stromare. No, he's not. <laughs> that would be an interesting casting choice. Yeah, this but. guy <laughs> who looks like three different people combined and talks like he could be John Malkovich. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. I've liked him in things I've seen. But it was like, he's, it's I funny. just watched he's, him in uh, Flight Plan. I don't even know what that is. Is that what it's something. called? Jodie Foster? I don't remember that movie at all. <laughs> the hell is it called? I'm looking it up right now. What year even that even? Yeah, flight plan where the daughter goes missing on the biggest plane like ever built in the whole wide world. I don't know the movie. Never seen it. That's but... good. Actually, it's a thriller. Uh, you're wondering, is she crazy? Does this daughter exist? Is it an inside job? Hmm. No, I guess Shyamalan produced it. I don't know who did. Probably like uh, Wolfgang von Peterson or something. I'm kidding, Andy. Okay, so you like the show enough to make it a show? It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. movie. <laughs> Same thing. It's a full-on movie. It's because I have a show to talk about next. Okay. Are you ready for mine? Yep. I've already mentioned it. I've been wanting to watch it, and I've uh, already dusted through the whole first season and uh and an episode i think t- of one of season two already yellowstone the first three seasons are available on peacock and then uh season four is on hulu and somehow all the photos these people are taking at like their event show paramount so i hate that like at least that's what Netflix does have in their back pocket for the most part. It's like, well, no other company was involved. It's all Netflix. Obviously yeah. not on everything, but it is very confusing. Wait, we have to wait five years because yeah, yeah it's like, the where show, is this shit supposed to be watched at? When the show first came out, it's on the Paramount Network, an actual TV network, which used to be Spike TV back in the day. Ah. Uh, so obviously they sold the rights to it to Peacock for some reason for uh the old seasons and then now whatever the new season goes to a different service it's like yeah it's a mess but five years from now we won't have that mess yeah well i'll be done with this in i don't know 92 hours or something uh we're flying through it it's wonderful um i also i like it but then i also hate it because i don't like and they even poke fun of it too i don't like that people know montana exists it's a hidden gem. It's better than most places I've ever been in terms of landscape. Uh, I've never been there in winter. Um, and California's ruining it because they keep sending rich assholes up there to buy land. And uh, that's part of the show. Have you seen it, Andy? No, but I know what it is. Okay. So, yeah, the show follows a family on a, a ranch in Yellowstone called Yellowstone. And they own just a whole bunch of land. And. It's very valuable because of its location and all of that kind of stuff. So you have Native Americans who are trying to take the land. You have business tycoons who are trying to take the land. And uh, all the while, they're trying to survive 
those attacks while run a farm and deal with the family drama. There's a lot of similarities with succession uh, on a smaller scale. Obviously, succession, they could buy the world. Uh, this, not so much, but they're very wealthy for Montana folk. Um, it's great. There's a lot of characters, a lot of character development going on. Uh, very well structured. Um, it moves along. It doesn't, you know, get dragged out at any point. Um, it also just shows you, yeah, life is pretty easy here in California, uh, or just not working on a ranch. Um, also, transformation uh, of the year, or maybe even beyond. Cole Hauser. I thought it was him, like on maybe episode five or something, and then finally, like the finale of the first season, I was like, "That's the fucking guy from like Daisy Confused and uh, Goodwill Hunting." He has a black beard and black hair, and it's kind of flat because he's wearing a cowboy hat the whole time, uh, which doesn't help. But you never would recognize this guy. I mean, he always has that like kind of like strawberry blonde red hair. Um, and everything he's ever been in, except for this. Yeah, I don't know. People can change. Yeah, but usually, <laughs> like, still the best ever is Heath Ledger and the Joker. Obviously, there's makeup involved, where you still can't. He changes his voice. You cannot tell that's Heath Ledger. This guy is sixty uh, percent of the way to that, which is impressive. It, it's usually it's not that it, it, you know advanced it's like oh yeah that, that's that guy he just you know right. changed his hair direction i'm looking at it yeah that is weird it's an impressive transformation yeah that's you never would guess that just by looking at him and especially in cowboy gear i wonder what's real is he really dark or i'm gonna go no or was like dazing confused fake because i'm Why looking at it like you gotta change your hair they have a picture of dazing confused he is like bright red yeah, obviously I mean, that was thirty like, years ago, but uh, yeah. So like, and his voice is even altered a little bit to be more of a cowboy kind of guy. So well, that's oh. called acting. Yeah, I and, just watched uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Have you heard him in real life? He sounds nothing like a cowboy. Got to be insanely British, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. I mean, again, that's all Britain does. That their export is rock stars, kid rock stars too, and then actors. That's all they do. I don't know anything else they make. Maybe a Jaguar here and there or a Rolls Royce, but it's still probably by somebody who's like, well, when's my turn to be a famous actor? Yeah. That's all they have. They have guys that go on the news that make you feel bad about yourself too. Well, they say diabolical and yeah. shit like that. All right. You, you got one more? Yeah, I got one more here. Uh, one that you might enjoy. Uh, it's an Amazon original movie uh, directed by George Clooney called The Tender Bar. just came last week. Uh, it is a uh, adaptation of a memoir from like a journalist. So it's about his uh, early life and then his like college life. So it's like two different time periods. It's raised by a single mother, um, but in the family home. Uh, the grandfather is Christopher Lloyd. So it was nice to see him again. So that's Wonderful. twice this year. Uh, and then the uncle is, uh, who's like, kind of like, you know, is the, the mentor there, uh, Ben Affleck. So oh. re really good Ben Affleck performance, uh, here. Uh, he's gone on the rehabilitation tour, uh, wants people to like him again. And, uh, this is a very likable role where he's, 
He's a, he's a bartender, but he's, you know, he didn't get an education, but he's super smart and loves to read. And he's teaching this kid uh, how to, how life works and everything, teaching him about the bar and all this stuff. And it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's one of the best movies, but it's, it's just a very, like, nice, positive movie and everything. Hmm. Oh, yeah, a feel-good movie. I've heard of it, obviously. It's on Prime. And they're like, hey, watch our show. But yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, and it is interesting. Like George Clooney, like he's had a weird director's career. I was looking at like all the movies he's made, and it's like none of these made it. Like he did a uh, Good Night and Good Luck, which was a really really good movie from fifteen years ago, and like all the rest of them are like Leatherheads and Monuments Men. It's like it's weird that he made this like really great drama that made kind of like weird comedies with himself in it. Monuments Men. The idea of it sounds wonderful. A yeah. very intriguing kind of a story, but I never saw it, but everyone said it was a piece of crap. Yeah, I never saw that one either. But yeah, I didn't like Leatherheads. I thought that was... Never saw stuff. that either. That just looked too self-aware and yeah. stupid. But yeah, weird weird career. And he doesn't really make movies anymore either. So um, it was like, all right. It should be like a bigger deal. Like George Clooney was like the most famous person in the world for a while. Um, now he just directs movies that go direct to Amazon that no one really knows about. Yeah. Um, we did those travel movies or like I'm a business consultant for Washington. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And then he stole, you know, a bunch of money. Yeah. And those movies were a long time ago now. Those are going to be what people remember him for. Yeah. But it's not going to be, oh, yeah, brother, where like, art thou, Andy? I've I've never seen that. And I, I love really? the Coen Brothers movies. I've never seen it. So I should probably watch that someday. It's so, fun enough. I get you know. I don't know. And people love it. So I haven't seen it since I was yeah. probably 15. Yeah. But anyways, Tender Bar, it's, it's it's a nice feel-good movie if you're looking for some positivity and uh, you want to feel good about the world. But I don't All think right. it's going to win any Oscars. I'll say that. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, it's nice to see Ben Affleck uh, not be Batman. I just watched him as, as the last duel. Yeah, uh, I still a, watch that yet, but butthead. That's why I said he's on he's on a rehabilitation tour. He's like got Eminem hair in that movie for some reason. And why does Matt Damon have a mullet? They really wore mullets back then. I don't know. No one. They didn't have pictures. <laughs> they have a cave drawing. Of yeah, a mullet. looking at a drawing on an old mug. <laughs> we think this is what he looked like. Uh, insane. All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add? No, I think we're done. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 254 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.